Tuesday Night Ambulance Club. Love it in the bathroom. You can't switch tones so drastically <laughs> on me after what just happened because that's even scarier. That's fucking Joker mode. I'm, Will just went Joker mode on me, and I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Guys, I think I listen. Society is hurtling <laughs> towards apocalypse, and everyone's lo- losing it a little bit I'm right now. It. I think I might be losing my mind quite. Frankly. We're losing it. <laughs> we both had little planned bits, and they're out the window now. Oh, I'm like deeply sweating now too which there is was an emotional strange. outburst let's just put it that way and now i'm a little scared i don't get scared oh i don't get scared of will laughlin and i'm afraid of this man right now so you guys you know you're never gonna know what it was about we're not gonna talk about it oh no i think baby's tired but oh, if no. the tone of this one is a little off oh i'm i'm afraid right now i don't know what i can say oh and this is what happens when we burn through nap time. Oh no! Oh, boy. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I my sleep schedules have been um, very bad for like two weeks, and then I don't know. I slept for like mm, ten hours today. Things are bad. Well, we talked about recently that sometimes it's nice to just do that. It's a little inconvenient in adult life to sleep away half of your day off. Yeah, it was bad. But sometimes it's needed. I mean, I did the same thing on Sunday, basically. Total accident. Right. Because I've gotten gotten pretty good about not setting an alarm and still having a body clock that gets me up. But I've been feeling stressed lately as well. And I just had like a 12-hour marathon there. And it didn't make me feel any better. That's the worst part. Oh, no. It actually feels worse. That's grown-up life, too. It's like it doesn't. You're at such a deficit 35 years in that there is no It's then up. the regret for the day that you didn't have. Oh, isn't that? And you're yeah. like, motherfucker. And that makes somebody a little fucking... <laughs> little <testy>. little, <laughs> little mad <laughs> at the wrong people that didn't a little, do anything. A little... Makes my nerves a little raw. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and now I'm like crying laughing because oh, I don't know what... Uh. All right. Well, I feel I feel better now. Okay. And we're we're sitting in the glow of uh well, one candle's actually burning, but there's yeah. two candle options here. Yeah. Right now that Will brought home. Both of which have names that don't describe what they are. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at a box that says concrete after lightning. That's one cent. Uh-huh. And extrovert is the other cent. Mm-hmm. The pun one Yeah, I know. Come on now. I know. But both of them, I hate things like this. I hate olfactory sense things mm-hmm. that don't tell you Correlate. what they are. Yeah, this is a big. What's that? That mainstream candle company that like Midwestern housewives love? Bath and Body Works, Bath and Bed Bath and Beyond. No, it's only candles. White Barn. They Yankee, probably Yankee, Yankee, Yankee candle. candle Company. This is a Yankee Candle Company thing. They have one called like Evanescence or something. That's like. Does it bring you back to life? What is that? Yeah, resurrection. That's I mean, a, they're they like have, cologne names. They have like country apple, though. And it, you're like, this smells kind of like a Macintosh. Do you also know about the Yankee Candles conspiracy for Covidintra? No. So like when the reviews go down on Yankee Candles because the Midwestern housewives can't smell them, they're like, no scent. That's how you know you're getting a wave. It's been true for two straight years. But wow. anyway, yeah. I mean, that would be true if COVID was real, but oh yeah, it's not. COVID's so. not real. AIDS not real. I know. <laughs> It's a it's a tough day for disease. Yeah, tough week it's for not diseases. a good time to yell at me when I'm just coming out of like a four day long manic spiral. I know. And I was starting to feel a little bit normal. You but pass then, it on to me. I know. I think I did kind of actually do that. Oh, it's yeah. not you know when you're just sitting around having a couple drinks, minding your own business. It's not a good d- job to ask your uh, roommate to watch war crimes being committed on Russian POWs. Yeah. Might not be a good time to do that when everybody's a little stressed out. <laughs> A little tight, tight, and a little stress. Watching someone get their junk shot off outside of a burnt out city. Not a good time. It's not a good time to do that. No. When everyone's a little mad. Great time to change your sheets, though. Yeah. Such a good time to go, you know, the linens we need to tend. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But so the candles. I mean, concrete after lightning, I can't put my finger on what it smells like, but it smells good. It's got a clean scent. Well, it's supposed to smell like electric crackle, downpour, panic grass, sizzling asphalt steam, and respite on muggy summer days. None of that sounds good. Yeah. Um, I don't think of a muggy summer day and go, you know what? I want to smell that. 
I mean, there is a fresh, you know, like after a, a, like a, a rain in the summertime or springtime when you're like, mmm, smells right. Yeah, you know, but that box is describing like, oh, you just went to your child's baseball game and it got rained out. So now you're in the parking lot and the summer heat's like rising the steam uh-huh. off the asphalt and you're having all these like nostalgic memories. When you live in a city that's like, you know, when it rains and you're, you're fucked, the oil slick is all over the place, yeah. the dead rats are washing in the gutter. To shore on, on on the sidewalk. You know, the homeless guy in the liquor store, his shoes are just squeaking now. Oof. It doesn't have pleasant associations. You're wearing Birkenstocks, yeah. sockless outdoors, and you're stepped into a puddle of indeterminate depth. No. Nothing about a big city in summertime screams, mmm, I want to smell that. Yeah. Not good. No. Not good. Um, what is extrovert supposed to smell like? You can smell it. It smells like a salad. Oh, but this actually has descriptors. Now. Yes. Mint, fig, di- da- oh, daffodil. Sorry, that was dyslexia. Mint, fig, daffodil, Mediterranean cypress, juniper, mm-hmm. berry, tarragon, and basil. I mean, that that's just like too many things. No, but it, it, open the box and just give a little, you know. Well, this is a boy smells one. It should smell good. The other one, I don't know that brand. Oh, well. No, you know what? It smells good, but this smells very uh, suburban house on Christmas Eve. I know. But it was on sale. They're both on sale. So the real question is, which one do you think costs more? <laughs> I think Concrete After Lightning sure almost did. certainly costs more. It sure did. Yeah. Um, to the listeners, you know, Sense, the Canadian company, they're running promo right now. It's time to get all your good shit for cheap. So You know who else is running a promo? Up to 75% off most items. Infowarsstore.com. Oh, boy. Did you yeah. buy a t-shirt yet? I am about to buy three. Why? Um, one of them is pretty awesome. It has a little frog on it, and it says, Save the Frogs, Infowars. Oh, That one's pretty no. good. Yeah, I like that one. The other two, I'm not going to talk about. You know. Does it have a, a link? People will see, You know what? People, people that can... Be respectable adults and tolerate differences in opinions. You'll get to see those t-shirts. The rest of you, you'll never see them. You're Sorry. One, you're one click away from a Make America Great Again hat. But the, you know, but no. the gay one. It, it, Trump's a little passe. Okay. I'm way beyond that, man. Way beyond. I mean, from the little bit of InfoWars I was subjected to, I just th- my only takeaway is this man is yelling. And the second one was, can we get him an iPad, please? This is... Yeah, you didn't really. You didn't like the papers on Alex Jones' desk. No one like <laughs> think of any regional newscast. They at least have like a laptop next to them, maybe some note cards. Like, because yeah. someone just makes them a deck, you know, like a a PowerPoint, and they're just reading like and the cue. You know, it's a whole setup. It makes sense. You don't have, you know, a war room table full of gloss. This is the thing: the paper quality very high, which for. Just shitty everyday handouts makes no sense. But when you have the over the um, over desk like uh, Giada De Laurentiis like cooking thing camera, yeah, yeah, a odd. Don't like it. B it makes sense for the glossy, but like still, that's just such a waste. Oh, listen, AJ's been doing this for twenty eight years. Oh. He knows what he likes. You know, he's not going to be one of the globalists. He's not going to use one of their invasive surveillance pieces of technology mm. he's going to use one of those but he's going to print everything out from it like <laughs> an old man <laughs> that's the part i don't understand <laughs> i go my friend you have you have money right it is pretty Let's amazing that, that they on have an the, ipad the cooking shot of his desk in there because that is exactly what it is and he shuffles the papers around he points at things it's like oh. you know they have the laptop because they just pull up the clip or the chiron or they are on a slack channel and they tell their producer to do it that's why those are there yeah, but you know they read off them too. But they're interfacing with the producers on those things to direct the show. But he's just you know he's in the middle of a rant. He can't be. He's also corralled. in the middle of like and you add a little bit of nutmeg for taste. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Whisk counterclockwise, and you're like, what? Well, I think that's what it is. You know, he has to have his whole palette. He has his mise en place in front of him, and he's riffing. Ooh. And he never knows. You can't have a PowerPoint in front of you. You're going to go to slide 32 from slide one. That's not how it works. They have to be all out on the table like somebody fl- flew a deck of cards up into the air and <sighs> it landed and shuffled them around. And he's like, you know what? Ace of spades right now. Ooh, but we're going to the seven of clubs, baby. You know, hmm. it's all stream of consciousness. He's a great entertainer. 
that much. I, I, I mean, uh, here's the thing: as long as that's the, you know that that's the end game, I think you'll, you'll be just fine. Well, that's an angle I can watch it from when the mood suits me. But there's. <laughs> Oh boy. Um we can't talk about this anymore. I'm no. afraid of losing all my friends. Oh. <laughs> I mean, hold on. There I, I did actually have a good screenshot for today. Um because, you know, on the days off, I get a little you know, I just I get to watch the most terrible things in the world go down bad headlines such as uh it's called the um the New Day Car Club. Have you heard of this? Well, I feel like I have, but I don't know what it is. So it's, uh, you know, Dime Square adjacent people who bought cars during Pandy that were like beaters. Yeah. And they all cost under $1,000. And now it's, you know, worthy of a, a think piece in GQ. Um, and one of the people has, owns a gallery or something. I don't know. Um, but this is a this is a, a quote. Um, Sometimes not getting there is half the fun, says Lewis Shannon, who co-founded New Day in 2018 with Ari Warnar. Shannon and Warnar aren't typical gearheads. Shannon, a great great grandson of Henri Matisse, runs downtown ga- art gallery entrance. Don't know what that is. And Warner- oh, what's up, bro? I've been to your fucking family's house. That's a different Matisse, right? Same family. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh. And Warner is guitarist for chip tune pop band i don't know what the fuck that means so it's just like you know there was that uh thing a couple weeks ago where it was like the trashy times are back like you know american apparel and things like that but now you know it is back rich kids slumming is like yeah we don't we can't afford anything over a thousand dollars you're like excuse me excuse me my first thought when you were describing that was it's weird that they founded that in 2018. They should sell all those cars now. A bunch of fucking used cars. Yeah, you could get some good but ROI like, on that shit. They're right like, now. you know, Geos. Like, they're shitty cars. Hey, man, everything's $25,000 right now. If you want to make, make a little coin and you're tired of your shit breaking down, sell it to some poor prole for five grand, five extra money, put it in the stock market, and start buying puts. That's my advice to these people. Anyway. Well, the other thing is like, yeah, I mean, not getting there is half. I mean, yeah, sure. If you don't have a job and you have a ton of money and there's nothing really at stake, like, yeah, cool. It's you like, can just drive a car to like times. drive out to Montauk and break down in Bridgehampton, you know, then go visit Kiernan yeah. or whatever. Yeah. At, at her at her family's house. Kiernan? Yeah. Well, that's like a rich person name, right? Mm. You're just uh, Kiernan Culkin, Kiernan Shipka. Well, th- point they're proven. rich now, but you know. Yeah, probably always have been. Uh, I don't know I about Shipka, but I feel like the Culkin family. I don't think that was very organic. No, that seems come from money. Yeah, because look at look at the way the elder grew into his age. He's got some. Uh, what's that? What's that? Fa- he's got some Habsburg in there. I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of cool actually. He goes on Red Letter Media every once in a while. He's their big celebrity get, Macaulay Culkin. I think he just enjoys uh, fucking around and having fun. Yeah, That's... I think so, too. He 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 went through a prolonged period of having no sense of humor about his child acting career Yeah, to now having one. And yeah. I think that's a good arc. I think that's what you got to do. Otherwise, you're going to succumb to the drugs and the hookers, and it's the end for you. I think he did some drugs and hookers, no? Yeah, but he came out of it is what I'm saying. Right. You're going to succumb to it if you don't start to have a sense of humor about your past at some point. You're going to river Phoenix yourself. What? Didn't he die in a nightclub of a drug overdose? He did. I thought he drowned. Oh, well, it was probably... Um, I think he drowned in a river. It wasn't like a Rasputin situation, though. He didn't anger somebody, and then they shot him and threw him in there. Mm. He did something to get himself in the river. I think he went It was for... more of a succession situation where maybe like he I'm... shouldn't have been driving the car, and it went over the edge. And I'm pretty sure he just went for a swim in a river and got fucked by a current. There was definitely drugs involved. I want to Google it, but I also don't want to Google it. Then don't. Okay. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's better than that one guy who was the crow who got shot. He got, you know. Oh, yeah. He, he got, got Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. I guess we got to talk about the Will Smith thing, huh? Do we, we kind of can't let it pass. I don't really. 
I don't have a lot to say about it, but I feel like it's it's one of those things, much like the war in Ukraine, that's super important and worth addressing in a timely fashion. Listen, passion. it really fucked up my like having a quiet night scroll on Twitter looking for funny funny news items, actual news items, and thirst traps. It really like shoved a wedge in all the processes. Well, that's the thing about it, right? Like these events are kind of fun. I would say for twelve hours, you're like, whoa, that's fucking crazy, and it's enjoyable. But then it's the takes. And the discoursing, and the clogging up of the feed, and the recycling of the same image too many times. Like, it'll be a funny meme in 2029 when it comes back and people are like, oh, remember that format? And you'd be like, oh, shit. (laughs) But this time, you know, this time it's fucking, you know, uh, Putin is slapping Xi Jinping. Oh. oh, LOL, you know? Yeah. Like it'll that's when that's when it'll be a novelty again. But for now, I'm done with it. I'm already Yeah, done I don't it. I don't understand like I uh, I don't know. It's something that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Well, here's the thing. The big controversy really is was it a false flag to get ratings for the Oscars? Oh, the ratings Which on down. the face yeah. of it is a plausible theory given that the Oscars just nobody gave a shit. No one fucking cares about that stuff. No. Why do we... Ca- you know 80 million people used to watch that. It had higher ratings than the Super Bowl in yeah. the 1980s. Yeah. I remember it being like sort of a thing in the early 2000s. I mean, it was a thing. People would have Oscar parties and stuff, but yeah. I never cared about it. No. It was along the lines of all the sports ball stuff where I was like, yeah, it's for normies, whatever. I'll pay attention to Best Picture because I've probably seen some of those movies. But the older I get, I'm like, I don't see anything anymore. I don't know. I just don't know, and I don't care. Anyway, so that's the thing, right? Is it a false flag to get ratings or not? But it was so bizarre that it had to be real. Oh, it was real. That's my take on it. There was some some cut footage that was only in Japan and Australia. Well, that's the footage. That's the only footage I've seen. I, I only watch that uncut shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I am not circed up when it comes to my media <laughs> consumption these days. Oh boy. Um yeah, I don't uh, my only thing like, you know, it was basically people were just like, "Ooh, Twitter's going to be fun for 12 hours and then after that the white people are going to come." And I was like, "Oh, they already did." Um but it's not just the white people, it's all the people. It's all it's, people. Please yeah. don't discuss uh you know, black women are the real victims here and it's everybody. It's everybody and their everything is about their tribe. Well, at the end of the day. And you know what it is? It's a bunch of fucking Hollywood assholes. And you know what? They're degenerate elites just like the rest of them. Oh, boy. And you know, they're mad at each other for fucking each other. You know, your friends that are living back home in whatever fucking town you're coming from, doing Oxycontin, stealing it from their parents, or whatever, they're doing the same thing. You don't care when they do it. When Barb goes and slaps Jim... Outside the Boneyard in Broadview Heights, Ohio. Then Jim slaps back. Yeah. You know, nobody's even calling the cops for that. I mean, they probably should. If they don't. Barb and Jim probably should uh, get, you know, a little little D-I-V-O-R-C, you know. Barb and Jim do it just like Will Smith did it. They cry because they regret it. And then they go and party for the rest of the night. Oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, Padidi, Puffy... Apparently he went Sean to like Combs broker the whole thing. Somehow? Yeah, he apparently made it all better. He said, "We, you know, tear this wall down." I also heard that about Denzel. There well, was he did it right away. Denzel right afterwards. He was like, "No, no, 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 no! You're on this day. No, not in front of these people. Come on, stop it." Um, I mean, I hate to get a little racial here, but don't you think that's part of it? Like a couple strong black men come in and be like, "Bro, you're kind of fucking this up right now. People are not going to like this." Oh, that's very yeah. Because yeah. Hollywood is racist. Because remember, yeah. Oscar So White is still a thing. What? You don't know hashtag Oscar So White? I know what it is, but it's still a thing. Oh yeah, guys, let's leave it in the rearview mirror, huh? That Me Too democracy, it's over. We're done. <laughs> you know? Oh God. We don't need it anymore. We're evolving. There was a reductress uh, post today that was like, "Man says." preface his statement with not to be controversial before using a slur i'm like well i don't know where I've, whenever you're I going there and trust me i know <laughs> i don't know if i i don't know, feel like i've heard that before um <laughs> i feel like um no i it's really kind of a nothing if only because it's like again who was watching this no one they cut out all the like 
technical ones for reasons. What do you mean the technical ones? Like hair and makeup, editing. All those got cut from the... They kind of have always been doing that. Well, they make them snappy in the first part. And then they just don't spend the long... Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I think around 10 years ago, they separated the two things. And they would have the technical Oscars on one night. And then the Oscar Oscars for the real elites the following night. And only one would be widely broadcast. But you would still have best costume... Uh, editing, sound. They don't design. even do like editing and sound design. They anymore? cut them this year for the really? first time to save time on the broadcast because people's main complaint was, "Fuck, these are too long." So, because we need to watch Amy Schumer in a Spider-Man costume some more. I mean, really? Ooh, no one needs to see that. It was brutal, man. Straight up. Well, there's no dancing around that one. Who let her have shows again? What? What? She has a new. Well, sh- a you new know thing? that she's related to Chuck Schumer. Oh. Their cousins? I think Chuck Schumer is her uncle. Oh. So we're calling in favors so, here on this day. like all people, she's from a powerful elite family and has N- had the same silver spoon shoved up her ass her whole entire life. Instead of Shiva baby, it's nepotism baby? Yeah. Well, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. <sighs> but anyway, you were making a point about them cutting out the more technical... Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, if the whole idea is, like, we got to keep this nice and tidy, then, like, you can't cut out the drama, you know? Because, like, part of the thing of why you would stay tuned in after Slap of just being like, what the fuck even is this? I'm going to I'm gonna go watch a Jeopardy rerun right now, you know, like, some or whatever, um, is, like, ooh, now they're going to give it give him the best actor Oscar, but he just slapped a guy. How is this going to go down? Got to stay tuned in. Well, that's where it gets conspiratorial again, right? It's like, it's a little too convenient that he happened to win. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, people say about these things, and I I guarantee it's true, that they know all ahead of time who already won. Because it's the people in that room, by and large, that vote on these things. Yeah. Members of the Academy. Them and the PricewaterhouseCoopers people. And, and, you know, a lot of this is negotiated. I don't know who PricewaterhouseCoopers is, but is that like a publicist or something? No, they're like the vote counters. They're an auditing firm. Oh, okay. It's like the Deloitte of Hollywood votes. Well, interesting. I'm sure they have a little input too, but also like the publicists and the managers and the companies with something at stake, they all just negotiate this. It's all corrupt. They figure it out. So like everybody knew Will Smith was going to win. So the fact that he did that was even crazier. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I well, the other don't care. the other thing, do you know about the red table talks and, and such? What? No. Oh, okay. So the Smith the Pinkett Smith clan has been very loud about all their marital discontent. Oh, I'm sorry. I do know about this, but not by that name. Yeah, Will Smith's well, cucked, baby. Oh yeah. Big time. On a podcast apparently, which I kind of want to listen to now. Ooh. Even though I'm saying I don't care about this, that does sound salacious and Well, he fun. also voms every time he comes too. What? Yeah. Why? This was all, I don't know. I don't ask questions. I just read it and went, I don't need to know that. Um, so, you know, for people who, you know, have ostensibly shamed themselves, I don't feel like, you know, Chris Rock is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back there, you know? So I don't know where this is coming from. I mean, you know, Will Smith's also a Scientologist. Oh, yeah. I believe Jada must be as well. Probably. At this point, there's no way it's an, ex- you know, that link is inextricable. There's no way it's just one and not the other but that's a bad sign too because all of this mm. stuff coming out like the the church of scientology is probably releasing this stuff that would be my conspiracy theory mm. it sounds like they're doing it publicly but probably under the threat of like extortion from scientologists like hey we're gonna get ahead of this unless you give us money or whatever oh, and, and they're, they're like, like we'll, we'll just get ahead of it instead probably you know but more and more crazy shit will start to happen i'm sure it's driving them insane i mean the whole world is going crazy. Is the whole world going crazy? <laughs> oh my god! Am I the only one that gives a shit about the rules? You know. Oh, oh boy. Uh, b- get, hey, you know what? Given the way this podcast started, Will Smith's fucking slapping Chris Rock for no reason. You know, I've lost a screw completely. I can't attach back onto the reality I knew only a mere few days ago. I think we can just say, you know, people don't know how to act anymore. Yeah, the reality shatter is strong. I made fun of Marianne Williamson, but she was right, man. Dark psychic forces. I mean, it's too bad she's become like a bread tube clown now. What are the words that you just used? What? 
What is a bread? But if tube? she hadn't, I, I would vote for her in the next election. But I can't now. What is a bread tube? Uh, bread tube is left wing YouTube. Oh, it's named oh. after bread and roses. Okay, I'll see myself out of society now. You know, a famous like <sighs> DSA sect, but based on some fucking Lenin quote. I don't know. I thought it was French. That seems French. Bread, roses. I don't know where Louis the roses Hall Hall. come from, but you know, it's peace, land, and bread is the big communist thing. So, uh, bread and roses. I'm sure it's some like fucking. The Reds versus the Whites in the Russian Civil War. I don't know, but I, that would be my stab in the dark at it. But anyway, that's what bread tube huh. is. It's a bunch of cringy ass, like former Bernie people that are just like clinging to that media ghost for tens of Patreon oh. dollars, you know. And Marianne Williamson's one of them now. Bread tube. Huh. I. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moral of the story that I'm learning is that we shouldn't video record this and put it on YouTube. Well, you know, only if it's funny. I mean, maybe we should have uh, recorded and posted to YouTube uh, me doing a mean bit and then you getting fucking pissed off. That that would maybe... I'm flying off the handle here, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my rug, it tied the whole room together. Uh, it was very undude-like behavior. It really was. It really was. It was. Ve- it, you were in Walter mode. I know. That's very not... That's not you. That's not my MO. It's not a good look. Except I do want the vest. What? You want a like an army fishing vest yeah. thing? Why? Mm. That doesn't seem like a good look on you, man. Yeah. Not with the weight gain. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I did weigh myself this morning and had to go, we have to calibrate this. Now every time I say something like that, I'm afraid you're going to pull <laughs> a gun out. What? A gun of what? I'm not, yeah. A potato gun? It's a, f- it's a figure of speech. I know. I don't but, know. You know. I don't know. I just have knives taped under the table just in case. Well, yeah. I mean, now I'm going to fucking... I got to sleep with my blade under my pillow, except I'm on an air mattress, so that might cause a problem. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. You're waking up on the floor going, hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we did watch the, the Big Lebowski, and I just learned so much. Well, one of my favorite things to do of late is to watch like movies from the millennial canon with you. Because just things that you've missed hmm. that are just in the ether, that are heavily memed. Some right. of them are better than others. You know, I I will always come down for the Big Lebowski. Hilarious movie, Stone Cold Classic. But, you know, American Psycho, it's like, I could take or leave American Psycho. Mm, I like it for the good. meme factor, but as a movie itself, it's kind of That's whatever. Bad. But watching these movies with you is always so much fun because you're experiencing really old things for the first time. Mm, yeah. You're like, That's where that came from? Yeah, I didn't you know. know oh, when we watched Zoolander, that was another one. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I was and shocked. You reacted that, that I shocked. Like, I, I I shocked that 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 where it came from. I was yeah. not. I forgot about that. I mean, I've seen it before. In the time, it was unavoidable because you know people would make the stupid Zoolander voice, and you'd be like, Ugh, "You're annoying. Walk away from me." But like, could never place like anything about the specifics of it yeah 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 other than i pretty sure we, like when they're showing the mugatu thing i'm like that's gagosian on 24th 110 percent. the ceilings are too high yeah i would like to know if that was there in the year 2000 because that's when they would have filmed that movie and i'm not sure if it was but maybe mm, if not it little, was yeah. it was certainly in some gallery because you also have to remember too that like could in the, be in la in yeah. the early 2000s and late 90s like the style of gallery that we are so accustomed to now the the mega church of capital you know the gagosians thousand yeah Lights, that aesthetic i think was like just coming into its own that's in, what i mean in I that f- era and that's why it's in zoolander because that severity felt really like highbrow whereas now it's like everybody's condo just looks like gagosian well, this is like that was the time of like meatpacking and Chelsea being like yeah. up and coming and hot. Absolutely. Like yeah. this is why this is like Sex in the City era of like <gasps> meatpacking district. Wait to get a table. Tao, sushi samba. Right. Pastis. Like, you know, and then you're going to go to Matthew Marks and watch the stand in for Marina Abramovic. No, not Matthew Marks. Sean Kelly. Sean Kelly, yeah. With the stare thing. Leave to go to Paris. And then forget who you are. Um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, just art, the art world as an image of itself. 
really has hit. gone so mainstream at this point that it doesn't have the same impact that it did in Zoolander or in Sex in the City. Or even Basquiat. Basquiat the movie? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that was a period piece, you know? It was made pretty mm. close to its time, but it was yeah. it was sort of like, you know how like David Fincher movies are always set like seven years ago? It's like this weird affectation where like everything is like just like pre-iPhone. I think he does it because it's like hard to deal with text messages in movies. I think a lot of directors that are kind of old yeah. and pretentious do this where they're like, you know, I just don't know how to deal with the new text. So we'll just make this like before that. Breaking Bad was kind of that way, too. Breaking Bad came out in 2005, but was set in 2001. Like, why do that? Really? Or maybe I'm getting the years wrong. I think maybe it might have come out in 2007, 2008, and it was set in 2004. Yeah. Or something like that. Because they had the cell phones. The recession is eventually in it, too. Oh. But, but yeah, they had cell phones, but they were, like, just a little dated. They had, like, the flippy phone, like like a track phone, but not... not, I mean, I'm making a very basic point here, which is just that it's a way of getting around having to deal with, like, difficult cinematic things. It's very cheap to do a text message moment as a expository dialogue thing because no one can like zoom in on a phone. Well, movies have figured it out now where they just do it like anime style subtitles where they come up in little bubbles. Right. That are like semi-transparent over the character's face while they look at their phone. Did you ever watch that that movie Zola or whatever? Zoya? Zola? I never watched Zola. The one I'm thinking of that it recently happened a lot in was Kimmy. Soderbergh. What the fuck is Kimmy? The Soderbergh movie with Zoe Kravitz. I have never heard of such a thing. When did this come out? This year? Yeah. Huh. I mentioned it on a past episode. It's an okay movie. It's not that great. I love Soderbergh, but he's real hit or miss. He makes too many movies. But uh, it's about like a shut-in during COVID that oh. needs to leave her home because she's unraveling a crime. As far as like represent, this is the context I mentioned it in before too. But as far as like representing the current moment, it's actually interesting and does it pretty well because hmm. it's got COVID, it's got all the technology. She has a right. work from home job, you know. Oh, it, okay. it, it does an interesting, and she's like agoraphobic, so she's like really into masks as like part of her identity. There's a lot about it that I'm like, oh, you don't really see that in stuff yet. It seems like uh, that's a too soon moment. Well, it's kind of good though. Just get the mirror out in front of the people right away. Well, yeah, because, again, we already talked. I'm repeating a whole mm-hmm. like bit from a prior episode, but maybe it's worth restating. My opinion is that there should be more of that because I think people are like freaked out. And this oh, relates right, to right, the right, reality yeah. shatter because they don't see their lives reflected. They're, you right. watch shit and you're like, everything is like it's 2019, but it's not. And it's driving me fucking crazy. Yeah. And, the you know, so we can expand this point. Like the whole media is pretending this. Everybody's pretending. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I need my reality confirmed every once in a while or I'm going to start watching InfoWars. What do people not understand about this? Well, you know, did we talk about catharsis? I think we did. I think we we got to a point where if you don't have that little bit of reality shown back to you in some way, you don't have a kind of like, (sighs) which is what like entertainment on that level is supposed to do. You know, I don't know if entertainment's supposed to do that. Maybe it's an unfair job to task movies and TVs with having like some level of uh, realism when the moment is too bleak. Because that's what everyone will say. Just let people enjoy things. It's just escapism. But even but the fantasy is really shitty. It's really banal and sad. Well, when the fantasies are based on a world that is gone, right. like when all of the um, stakes and the utopian possibilities and the highs and lows are calibrated to an environment that is no longer here. It's crazy making. It makes me feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ooh. Well, just don't know. And you know, so actually like to relate it to the millennial Canon movies, that's why it's so much fun to watch them with you because usually those movies are exaggerated in their own ways. Anyway, like think about Zoolander, big Lebowski and American psycho. Because those are the three recent ones, right. right? Like, none of those movies are supposed to be attached to reality. I would include The Matrix in, in this lumping, but that's even too early. No? I mean, we could throw The Matrix in there, I think. The Matrix takes itself more seriously, which I think makes it like a separate thing. Right. The other three movies don't take themselves seriously at all, and that's what's fun and liberating about watching them. Right. You don't need your reality reflected in them because they're satirical for the most part. Zoolander is the most obvious surface uh, 
Adam Sandler brained version of that. Right. Um, I would say that American Psycho is the like incel, like seemingly self serious, like fight club version right. of that where like if you watch the movie on one level because you're a retard you're gonna think it's cool but if you're watching it on another level you're like this is funny it's camp yeah and the big lebowski about. is a masterpiece because it has elements of all, everything in it i mean the like weird i'm stoned dream sequence as like montage cutaway to change the scene use very minimally sparsely and very effectively yeah, I think they get away with it because the danger with surrealism is you either have to use, usually, I think you either have to use surrealism once or you, or you have to repeat it too many times to the point where the movie is like psychedelic. And annoying at that but, point. But yeah. The Big Lebowski skirts the line where I think it uses three of those sequences. They're perfect transitions just to get you from yeah. one place to the next. And they're just fun. Yeah, and they're like about ninety seconds, maybe. Yeah, they're not too long. But it's not doesn't seem like a that seventies show like jumping no. on trampoline situation, no, which no, is no. what it could devolve into. Although um, one of them literally has naked women jumping on a trampoline in it as a part of it. That's a parachute, not a trampoline. Oh, fair enough. They're they're throwing her. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, which I literally was like, "What the fuck is going on here on my television screen? What? Huh?" And then I was like, "Oh, they're at the beach. Okay, got it, got it, got it." Have you ever heard of Vietnam, son? Okay. (laughs) Not everything's about fucking Vietnam, man. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so like entertainment products that are quality like that, that know what they are, they're fun and their escapism is acceptable to me. What's not fun is like, you know, the corporate schlock, the Marvel movies, not fun anymore. They worked in a 2019 world. Right. They don't work anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think of a better example because we've talked about those too much. But like, I mean, there has been the Gilded Age might even be a better example. A a period piece that should be nothing but eye candy to take you out of your world and be like, what was this world like? But then you're like, wait, the opulence and the wealth, it's gross. And I don't like these people. Well, it's also a show where nothing happens, it's just Seinfeld in costume, you know? Oh, but it's not even Seinfeld. Seinfeld's another classic example where like you can throw on any old episode of that and they're just having a romp, you know? It doesn't matter that it's the 90s. It does. I mean, it does it, because so much of it centers on like weird like almost uh Marx Brothers like oops, miscommunication because we don't have cell phones. Oopsie whoopsies. Like that's always a thing. If we're trying to meet somewhere like that movie ep- episode, I was like do you know how easy this would be solved in contemporary television? You just go, "Hey, gonna be late. Hey, not here. Here's the link for the move. The mo- like we already chose the seats. You know, like it can't work in this. You know, but you know what? Perfect example of why it can be fun to watch, and why the flattening of technology in our own lives is so uncinematic and dull and boring. This is why entertainment products don't represent it. Not because they can't, but because it's fucking boring. Our yeah. dystopia sucks. There's nothing fun about it to satirize. Right. It's just bleak as shit. Because, yeah, it seems on the surface that it's nice that when you have a miscommunication with your friends, you can just text them and resolve it. But then you miss out on all the spice of life of like, oh, I got lost and an interesting thing happened. Right. Nothing interesting happens to anybody anymore. So there's nothing to put in a fucking comedy episode. Right. Oh, my God. I went on a bad Tinder date. You know what I did? I go on a date and I tell people AIDS is fake. <laughs> That's how you fucking have an interesting oh, life. Oh, no. boy. Yeah, bleak. Bleak shit. Um, uh, the, hmm. I feel, well, this has been a thing that has been in the ether there's two things so like the rom-com is going to come back with a vengeance because that's also no. a nostalgia trip. No. I'm here That's for my it. worst nightmare. Ooh, I'm here for it. Ooh, 90 minutes? Done? Great, love it. Oh, stupid stupid things. B-list actors doing character work. Oh, nothing better. Um, Written for shit. I want to so come badly. back to that because I feel like there's almost no such thing as B-list actors anymore. That doesn't mm. exist, really. People get catapulted. Christina Applegate is a A-list actress? Yes, of course. According to who? Everybody knows her name. 
Mm. You know what I mean? She's not a that person. You don't see Christina Applegate in a movie. Not that she's in them anymore. There you go. But see, you don't yeah. you don't see her in something and go, oh, uh, who was that again? Like she's nameable. I would yeah, say somebody B list is somebody that's like that's that guy. He's like from that thing, but you can't even remember what the thing is. You're I like, mean, oh, he was like the Colonel in Fury, I think. You know, Michael Pena. No, no, the, the, a much more minor character. Huh. But I, th- the, I, I only. See that John guy, Bernthal? No, 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 no. <laughs> that guy comes to mind for me. He's in like two scenes in the movie. He's oh. not in the tank with them. But that guy always comes to mind for me because I see that guy all the time, and I'm like, "That's the Colonel from Fury," I think. Oh. But maybe it's Can't, another yeah. guy, and I've never bothered to learn his name. I wouldn't even know how to look it up. It's actually kind right. of a thing that I cherish because how am I supposed to find that out? I mean, I can go to IMDb and ruin it for myself, like everybody would. But I'm not going to do that. No, I'm going to sit there and Google around like, you know, I think his name's Michael. Michael brown hair. Michael rugged face, you know, and like just try and then, you know, you might end up in areas you don't want to be. I feel like you're dipping into my waters of the (laughs) Internet right there. Um, Michael Latino rugged features. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Latino bowling. Yeah. Big Lebowski tank top. Oh my god, <laughs> that revelation was incredible. Um, if anybody watches the beginning of Big Lebowski, you'll know exactly what we're talking about, and you will throw up on your sweater. I promise you that. Or you'll drool a little bit. You know, just that's gotta, hey, <laughs> you know what? That's possible too. I just don't. You know, I don't want to know about it. Um, but th- so there's also so just there's the idea that the um, rom com's coming back. But also, did you see this? Uh, this thing everything everywhere all at once michelle yo is in this movie with googly eyes or something but i think it was a book no it was it like a kid's book it sounds like a children's book i have no fucking idea googly eyes also who's michelle yo crouching tiger hidden dragon she's wait she's famous and stuff is she in the boba fett show no that's oh that's ming na wen sorry yeah oops getting a racist getting a little mixed up there um no michelle yo's older they're both pretty old Ming-Na is ageless. She's like almost 60, and she looks pretty good. She's 58. Did you know that? She's hot. She's been on TV forever. She was on ER as the first cast member people. Mm -hmm. So since the 90s, she's been in stuff. What? I had a really good play on words, but it's I'm not going to say it. This is the free feed, so that's going to be a no <laughs> for me, dog. Um, but it's the anyway the press about this movie. It's like yeah. the best metaverse movie I've ever seen. No. I'm like, what are we talking about? What is going on? Metaverse is a subject that is now a thing and called like, huh? You know, I hate. What? I hate how much the metaverse was just announced. And now it's just an entire category of the world that we have to accept. Like, no, you no. You stated we're in the bad timeline, so, you know. Yeah, I know. But this, you know, all that happened was a brand rebranded itself and made an announcement of a prototype thing that doesn't even really exist yet. And now people are talking about it as if it's real. It will be soon. But until then, I don't want to hear about it. No, not like, you know, meta branded verse, but like the idea that there's, you know, a manifold of experience. The same point still okay. applies. Why are we calling it that? I don't know. There's we don't have other words. If what they mean to say in the review of this movie that I I have no fucking idea what this is, guys. So don't come at me if, you know, you have opinions. I don't care. It's a movie dropping in April. I don't think anyone's going to If what see they that. mean to say is that it's about like how our reality is fractured and people spend a lot of time on their phone. That's that's what they mean when no, they say No, it's about it. she's one person in multiple different bodies and timelines throughout history and the past and the future. And she's a conduit for the one version of herself. Okay, then just say that. That's yeah. not the metaverse. Well, multiverse movie maybe not metaverse oh that's a huge distinction yeah Yeah, i feel like we went on a little i did did a little oopsies didn't need to have you triggered me (laughs) you triggered me anytime somebody's gonna start talking about some nwo shit it's gonna make me no it's like a multiversal experience what i don't think that makes it better i think you're still probably kind of right but yeah uh, yeah i think you're not wrong um anytime you add the multi i'm like multi what multi-grain bread that's the only one i'm interested in well, but it's just, even that disappointing. You, you know, there's been lots. There's been lots of media. It, it, 
in many different times that has had this idea that one person can in- inhabit and different characters and encounter different situations across different times. What is like interesting about that in terms of a kid's movie starring the lady from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Like, I don't get it. I don't think it's a kid's movie. Sounds like one. It probably actually is. It's probably for a Disney adult. Oh, I think it if is. If there's for, being probably things for Disney written about it that are like, this is like the your YA novel fantasy come true. Uh, did Jonathan Green and uh, J.K. Rowling have a pro-trans baby? That's it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to Google it because I... Th- yeah, we need to figure out what we're talking about here. <laughs> no, it's something different. I thought it was a I love talking for 10 minutes about things we don't I know. I thought about. it was a I thought it was a book. Uh no, it's just a film. Wow. Oops. Yeah, can you read about the film though? Can you give us some context here cuz like I'm Pre- totally in the dark about this. The premise is really bad cuz it's only this big on Let me read it. That's the Wikipedia, not the IMDb, so that's not going to be useful. A Chinese-American woman must retain herself through her counterparts throughout the multiverse while balancing tenuous relationships in her own family. So it's really a story about family. It's like Homeward Bound, but like with the multiverse, you know? Hmm. Put this out. Let's see. A24. A24 is good. I mean, okay. You can buy some A24 merch to throw in with the... Actually, can you wear an A24 hat with the Infowars shirt? Listen, I live in Bedsty, not in Dime Square. <laughs> All right. Maybe so the A24 is. If I'm bringing Infowars here, we're getting different kinds of hats. I haven't figured out what they are yet, but I'm trying to blend in. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, man, I don't know. Anyway, like wh- why did this movie come up? I can't remember now. Cuz uh, of the multiverse? Well, that you know, if we're talking about things that you know, the the terribleness of and u- uselessness of movies, um and that the kind of best things, especially in the past, what, 20, 30 years have been like a little out of time. Yeah. Like now we're just in for the most timely things. Rom-coms are just like, nah, watch them wherever and immediately forget about them. They're just for the moment that you're in. And something like this, that's like, there's many moments that you're also in. It's like, yeah, we know we don't want to talk about it. You know, like, yes, I'm constantly distracted and tenuously relating to everything. Hello. Hi. Um, I don't need to be reminded. Thanks so much. You know, it's going to be, we're in for culture. That's very much just like, Hey, doesn't this describe accurately uh, what's going on around you? Sort of, but wrong. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's like art 21 level culture where you're like, this is what's happening about right now. Well, that's the thing. Culture is not the right word because that's not what it is. It's just product. It's just content. It's barely right. measuring up to the the minimum standard of entertainment at this point. It's just right. content. Yeah. Like, what I actually want to see is some art, you know? I was reading a comment on Marginal Revolution today that I've been thinking about because, you know, one of the contributors to this blog posted a link to some Twitter feed that said, uh, this is the AI art I've been making because (sighs) I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's all these like different AI engines that you can just put text input into and they will make images. And hasn't Seaburn been doing this for a a lot of people have been doing this in a rudimentary way in the art world in like the MS paint. Smushy time. Yeah. Way. But like, you know, the Beeple fans now are doing this thing where it can be more realistic. So you can put in something like, you know, and this this Twitter thread was long, and it was kind of interesting in its way, but it was like, you know, uh, hoku-size wave by way of spaghetti. No. And then it would be these weird hybrids of, like, the two things. Or, like, and, you know, they were kind of, like, accurate. You're like, okay, like, a computer coming up with this image is not that, is kind of impressive. However, the comment, but, the comment yeah. that I read that is sticking with me and I think relates to what you were saying before is someone said on that, the word art doesn't just mean image. Right. And what I want to see is some fucking art. Not some fucking content. Not some fucking product. Not even some entertainment. 
I'm okay with with our fucking dystopia being bleak and boring and horrible and driving everyone insane. If somebody can like figure out a way to distill that into a form that is engaging, not entertaining, but engaging, like thoughtful, perhaps thoughtful, yeah, perhaps relevant. Like that's all I'm asking for right now. That's, that's a big a, ask. It kind of is a big it's ask. Kind of a big ask. But it's like, where did all the geniuses go? You know. We drove them all out of existence because you're not even allowed to say that anymore. Mm. You're not allowed to say that some people are better at things than other people. And that, you know what? Their visionary sensibility is actually worth paying attention to over the dreck that is mainstream culture. Just let people enjoy things. That's the retort you'll always get. No. (laughs) I refuse to fucking let people enjoy things because I'm not enjoying anything at all. I'm enjoying Alex Jones. That's about the closest thing I have to something where I'm like, you know what? This makes sense, and it's good. Entertainment. Oof. Yeah, the future is bleak, man. Yeah. (sighs) Well, and I try to have fun with it, you know? I think a part of, you know, I feel good about my little manic episode. (laughs) Aside from you yelling at me, I'm still afraid. (laughs) But I feel good about it because I do feel like something cracked in me where I'm like, you know what? Like, if this is going to be the way that it is, let's fucking go. You know, like full force. Let's just do this thing. I don't care if I'm one of the bad people. That's fine with me. Like at this point, whatever. What are you going to do? The people that like me are still going to like me. If you've been on the fence this whole time, then you'll get cold. Wow. You know, I don't care. They're nihilists, Donnie. They don't believe in anything. (laughs) I'll suck your cock for a thousand (laughs) dollars. Oh, boy. (laughs) But you her. know you gotta latch on. You gotta latch on to what you like, and just and just embrace it, and have fun with it, and have fun with all of this stuff because it's all so patently ridiculous. You know, whether it's Will Smith slapping somebody, or the discourse about it after that, or we're talking about this bill over here, and we're talking about this war over here. You know what? Hey, man, I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna let it be fun instead of be what it is, which sucks. Well, you, you have a choice. You know. You, I mean, it's always the kind of, th- I think I said this the other day, I'm like, things will happen and you'll take them in regard, like, whatever, like, the, it's what, it was it, Planet Fitness is the judgment-free zone? I'm like, what if you don't care? You can also just be like, I don't really, it doesn't affect me, whatever consumption or route you want to go, like, whatever, it doesn't matter, none of the, like, what was it? The no pill bill? I forgot what it was. Not the placebo, but you know. I'm just here taking sugar pills going, you know what? It's fine. Well, I'll but be okay. he, here's where I'm going to depart from you is I don't feel that way. I do think that things matter and fixating on the imminent societal collapse is totally rational to be doing. However, your attitude towards it is what you have control over. And that's what right. you're saying. But I'm not going to go the I'm not going the placebo route. I'm not going the nihilism route. I'm not happily taking my SSRIs and going on my Tinder dates well, that we know. and laughing about fucking Doctor Strange 5, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. What I'm going to do is lean in hard in whatever direction I feel like today. Hmm. You know? And it's going to be fun because it's absurd. And who cares? And if you're if you're easily offended, it's just you know that you're not for me. I'm probably not for you, <laughs> and that's okay. We'll just part ways, you know. Wow, people you're... used to go to college and then not be friends with people they didn't see anymore, but now we're on social media, so everybody feels like a former friend rather than just a person you've lost touch with. Is this because the Ukrainians got mad at you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of it is, yeah. But it's you. But you know what? Maybe I'll post more about it because it's kind of fun. You get into protracted internet arguments, and instead of being like, "Oh, this is making me anxious," you're like, "You know what? The one of you that's acting rationally, I'll talk to you. You're an adult. We can have this out. The others of you, block, block. You're blocked. Oh, we're blocking people now. Yeah. Oh boy. I've just discovered the block button. I didn't know you could do that. What? I know. I'm kidding. I mean, I always knew you could do that, but I never really acted on it. Oh, I mute people all the time. You know? What are you talking about? I love muting oh, well, people. M- muting is one thing, but I'm talking about like, nope. You're out of here, dude. Eh, canceled. Wow. Yeah. The hard block on the social on the social meds. Huh. 
But whatever. My point is, my point is just like have it. You know, just just have a good attitude. It's it can be fun. It can be fun. I'm thinking about nuclear holocaust all the time, but now it's fun. <sighs> I'm not like, hey, you know, you should be upset about this too. I don't care if you're upset about it. You probably are anyway. Even if you're not admitting it to yourself, that's always been my point. Right. You know, you don't have to get your head out of your ass. You can bury it in the sand. I don't care, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about how it's fun because then your student loans go away. Probably not. I feel like no, they wouldn't. Honestly, if you survived, they wouldn't. It's another reason that... That server is probably just like, so I'm so glad that you're still alive. And would you like to reply yes to resolve your student loans oh my god i feel so bad for my poor parents out there in the middle of the country that when i die in the conflagration <laughs> they're gonna get an ai message from joe biden that's like hey listen ron bro we know you got house payments now but buddy I still need seventy thousand. you owe us twelve hundred dollars a month forever yeah. your retirement that you thought you were gonna have yeah forget about inflation yeah your social security just got fucking hijacked we're going to just uh, divert those funds. Um, That's why the moment I see the flash, I'm running straight to the window. Because you're not supposed to do that. You know why? Because the glass will cut you up. The shockwave comes later, and it breaks all the glass. And people that go to the window to look at the pretty, pretty mushroom cloud, they get hurt by the exploding glass. Uh-huh. But I'm going to do it on purpose. Why? Because either I'll be dead, or I'll go Joker mode. Scarred up face. <sighs> I mean... You just cut off your thumb you the other day. Know? You like I don't. I feel like it's not that much of a stretch to be like, "Hello, I, I've suffered some pointies, some wounds from pointies." You know, like yeah. it's not that much of a like, oh, oh, kind of already there. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna do what you know, nuclear turtle did. Just like find something, hide under it, and go. Huh? Hope, hope this is okay. You're going to duck and cover under the desk, under the many, many tables and chairs in this room. <laughs> if so, Wait, maybe that's why you've been collecting them subconsciously for years. Oh, we'll be just fine. All these bookshelves, rip them off the wall, put them in the window. Ugh, We're good. So many places to hide. So many places to cower. I mean, we've talked about get out, hide out, fight out. Uh, you know, when it, I'm ready. I know where all the weapons are around here. I know where to, everywhere to hide. It's a little dusty under most of the things, but... You know, got a couple weapons stashed that you don't know about, you know? Well, don't tell me that after what happened <laughs> earlier. I don't need that parentheses on we this got, episode. We got a lot of glassware hanging around and a lot of, Boy. you know, we got a lot of pointy sticks, metal sticks. Yeah. I got a seven-foot metal bar that I can try to swing at someone's ankles to rob them. <laughs> That's a deep wait, are you talking? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> are you talking about you or someone that tried to... Yeah. Someone tried to steal my wallet. I'm smacking back at those uh, mm. shins at now. At those children. <laughs> at those threatening, threatening, threatening fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. We got sticks. We can sharpen into punchy sticks. You know. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who know? Who knew that uh, Nellie's would be the repository for all the clandestine weapons? Oh yeah. I mean, how much? How many pots and pun- you can make like fertilizer bombs right yeah you know i was reading about elephant's toothpaste the other day excuse me it's not a weapon but it's a fun little chemistry experiment for children that i would like to do what you take uh warm water and yeast and then you take half a cup of hydrogen peroxide Uh and you pour it in there Uh with a little food coloring Mm -hmm. and it explodes into a, a giant uh trunk of foam yeah yeah i saw it on a very large scale the one in the parking lot where it takes up the post. whole thing yeah and it looked awesome and i kind of want to do it you want to have a foam party is what you're what like i want someone if you're out there and you have a car and you want to wrong me in some way if you're mad that i watch alex jones now <laughs> and you want to retaliate somehow i would like you to do it by you, foaming your car but you have to have a car so that i can retaliate by making the elephant's toothpaste in your air conditioning vents <laughs> And setting it up with a little tripwire so that when you open your car door, it pours the hydrogen peroxide, Rube Goldberg machine style, into the warm water and yeast. And you sit down and turn the key on the engine. And no, it's not a mafia hit. It's not John Gotti style. Your car's not going to explode, but you are going to be covered in blue foam. I have several retorts to that. Um, 
Uh, and if and you're an attractive young woman, it might look like you're at Coachella afterwards. You know, you'll be running out of there, stripping your clothes off, covered in foam. It'll be a familiar scene. Co- they don't have foam parties at Coachella. I don't know, man. It's a desert. I'm, I'm an old man, okay? It's a desert. I'm thinking about what 22-year-olds used to do. I have no idea what's going on anymore. 22-year-olds, you know, sit around, eat hot chip, and lie, you know, as the saying mm-hmm. goes. Um, no? I don't know. I know stuff about internet. No, I don't. Um, no, I don't know what 22-year-olds do. Uh, yeah, this just makes it seem like I have to take the valet key off the hook because that's the only easy access car you have. So now I'm just a little concerned. You're going to elephant tooth my... No, no. I mean, I'm not going to do it to you. Like I said, I mean, you're having angry outbursts <laughs> now. I, you're, you're, you're an unknown quantity. I'm an irrational actor yeah, on the, on you're, the you're, world you're, stage. You're a, you are. You are. You're the, you're the fucking Putin of this situation. You have all the weapons, and I have no idea what Look you're doing. Look at my huge look. table. Up until now. Yeah, I know. We're sitting at opposite ends of it. What? What is... Do you know anything about the long tables? Yes, I do. What? What? Why does, why does he do the long he's tables? He's a COVID paranoiac. I think he's been at the long tables f- since before the covid Not true. Really? No. Huh. I mean that documentary that I watched the other night. He does. He did up close interviews with people and stuff. I mean, no, he is not. Oh, paranoid. now it's just. It's because... not just a power play. It's he's like legitimately paranoid about COVID. And who knows? That's didn't they have the Sputnik vaccine over there? <sighs> I mean, our vaccines don't work. Imagine what the Russian ones are like. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, well, that that's actually one piece of American intelligence that I do believe. I, it's the only thing that makes sense. There's really no other reason for that. He strikes me as a germaphobe. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like megalo. Trump is like this too. I think yeah. like megalomaniacal people, for whatever reason, are really afraid of being invaded. In his hmm. case, it's pretty literal, but you right. know, yeah, like the on a cellular biological. Well, and given that, like you know, the American CIA is notorious for poisoning people with radiation, and Roman so is Abramovich, he. It's apparently. like invisible yeah. threats are like a real. I can imagine why he's paranoid about that. It makes sense. Yeah, that that's that good old fashioned KGB training. Just getting in there, going. He, yes, he's very know. much a product of that agency in that era. You know, the Russians were always the best at human intelligence and that on the ground, like we got a poison dart in the umbrella and we're going to use it type of shit. Yeah. He's always on the lookout for that. Oh yeah, big time. Didn't somebody poison someone by having like a, a pokey thing on a toe? Like on their shoe, and they like poke someone in an ankle. Step yeah, on. yeah. I mean, you can go to the spy museum. It's really underwhelming, apparently. But there's oh. a spy, a KGB like CIA spy museum in New York. Probably a psyop. Where? Think of it. Like kind of by the Whitney. What? Yeah, I forget exactly where, but it's like um, it's over by where that coffee bean and tea leaf used to be. Wherever that is, Eighth and like Twelfth, Fourteenth Street. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's over there. It's over there somewhere by the Museum of Illusions. Yes, it's over there somewhere. Are they not one in the same? Hmm. If it's a Saya. Interesting, yeah. There you go. MC Escher. He had to, he had the dart in his shoe. Well, we know. We shipped off things after World War II, so you know. Arts to culture. I don't know. Watch that Brad thing. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? The CIA thing about Abex? You know that. That shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words are hard. That's okay. That's okay. You're just a regular person. You're like all these regular people that like has vague notions of what's, you know, of all the dark forces conspiring against you. And you're like, you know, that thing, right? You know, if I if I can't name the malevolent forces. They pr- might not exist then. I, if I can't describe them really good, I'm not thinking that hard about you're them. You're giving yourself plausible deniability. Oh, yeah. It's a smart strategy, really. Oh, honestly. yeah. Yeah. So when they come for me, they'll be like, did you know? And they'll be like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> All right, keep walking. Oh, wait, no, you walk a little too fancy. We now have to kill you. And I go, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was thinking today, God forbid whatever happens to me if I do commit some kind of crime or just or just like I'm accidentally caught up in something I don't want to be caught up in and the law enforcement takes my phone and looks at it. I thought this this morning because last night I was reading Christopher Dorner's manifesto and then it was the, the first tab open on my phone in the morning. And when you're on the train and you're like, listening to college dropout with your sunglasses on just like trying to get through the day and you're like oh yeah i read mass shooter manifestos for fun i hope no one ever finds this out Uh, apple notes (laughs) you're on their watch list and have been for probably a decade so i'm on all sorts of watch lists fsb (sighs) 
CIA, NSA, if you're listening, what's up, bros? Hit me up. I could. Be, I'm useful. Hey NSA, can you tip the Patreon? Shit. I'm. I, you know. If they're I'm, always listening. I'm eccentric. I want to walk around in a bathrobe, smoking cigarettes, giving you Doctor Strange love ideas. What? Look, look. It, you know, y- you got to be on the winning team. At oh the end of the day, I just want to have a decent life. So if the NSA is listening, if you can pay me even, you know, even $20,000 more a year, I'll do some game theory with you. We'll figure this out. You can use some tactical nukes if you want to. It's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll make it livable. We'll make it livable. Get me in there. Give me some coffee. Give me some cigarettes. And we're going to figure this out. I'm going to work with and you. Based on that sentence, all of your finest cocaine. You know what? If we're if we're working overtime, that's there's certain requirements. Okay? Hours hours forty point nine nine to forty five and a half. You know, the first time is just the drinking, and the second half is the the alleged stuff. But you have plenty of it. You get it from South America. You give it to black communities all over this country every day. You can give it some to me. You're gonna smoke crack? Just a little bit. Just a little bit of crack. Just a little bit. Oh boy. For ideas. Oh yeah, crackheads are famous for their really good ideas. They are. You know what they are, but they you know they go a little overboard. Stop me at three. This is one. 